Today on the newscast, U.S. forces are almost out of Afghanistan and jihadi forces on the ground are trying to send them off with rockets and bombs. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. The disastrous U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan is nearly complete, but Jihadi forces on the ground, in particular ISIS-K, which is the Afghan offshoot of ISIS, are trying to ensure that the image presented to the world is of the United States running with its tail between its legs from Afghanistan. To that end, just this morning, ISIS-K launched six rockets at Kabul airport. Now, thankfully, U.S. missile defense system there, the CRAM system, intercepted, reportedly intercepted five of these rockets. The Pentagon says one rocket did get through and strike Kabul airport. No damages, no casualties, uh, no deaths, thankfully. But the rocket barrage is one thing. And then yesterday, a U.S. drone eliminated a convoy or a vehicle uh, packed with explosives that was headed towards Kabul airport for a potential suicide attack. Of course, all of this comes on the heels of last Thursday's deadly double suicide bombing. 13 U.S. service members killed. Well, I think 150 Afghans at this point killed. Just a horrific terror attack, again, carried out by ISIS-K, that ISIS offshoot in Afghanistan. Uh, And then we had the U.S. in response on Friday night, a few nights ago, eliminating what they described as, the Pentagon described as, Two ISIS planners. Now, were they involved in the attack that went down last Thursday, the deadly attack, or were they planning future attacks? Uh, That's the big question. Are the perpetrators, the main plotters behind last Thursday's attack, still at large? That is an open question. But again, potential attacks thwarted over the past few days. The planners killed Friday night. Uh, The vehicle packed with explosives taken out yesterday and, of course, the rockets today. But again, the tail between its legs imagery and not the U.S. military, folks. Let me make that very clear. It is the U.S. government, the decision makers in Washington, D.C. right now that are creating this image with their chaotic, disastrous decisions. The brave fighting men and women of the U.S. military are ready to go. They're ready to engage the Taliban, ISIS, al-Qaeda. They are ready if needed, to conduct search and rescue missions inside Kabul, leave the airport uh, to evacuate Americans and our Afghan allies who have worked with us over the past 20 years, who literally put their necks on the line to defy the Taliban and work with the U.S. Now their lives are at risk. And as tomorrow comes rapidly, August 31st, it's here. Who will be left behind? Are there still a few hundred Americans left behind? Thousands of Afghans who worked with us. And could the number be higher than that, by the way? Look, when we talk about the people who still have not been evacuated, U.S. citizens and Afghan allies, are we talking in particular about just Kabul? Afghanistan's a big country. There may be people in far-flung places who are also stranded, U.S. citizens in other parts of the country, who have not been able to get to the airport because of these Taliban checkpoints and terror threats by the likes of ISIS. Remember, there's only one way out right now by air, and that's Kabul Airport. Bagram Air Base closed down uh, prematurely and disastrously by the Biden White House. There will be a lot of 
recriminations and explaining to do, to say the least, once this withdrawal is complete tomorrow. But folks, it could only be the beginning in many respects. Again, if U.S. citizens are left behind, and it looks like that certainly will be the case, uh, we could have a really nasty situation as jihadi groups roam the streets, literally looking for U.S. citizens to take hostage. God forbid that happens, but it is a very real possibility. We have to be serious about this. One last thing on that note before we go to General Jerry Boykin, my good friend, with some really important insights. Uh, General Kenneth McKenzie, who is now the leader of U.S. Central Command, you may remember him from last week. We mentioned how he was essentially praising our Taliban partners, quote-unquote. That's where we've come to 20 years after 9-11. The Taliban is now securing the perimeter of Kabul airport. And in the words of General McKenzie of Central Command, we are working with the Taliban and uh, informing them how they can best protect us. His word, protect us. So we have a U.S. general saying the Taliban is protecting us. Not only that, also sharing that the U.S. is sharing sensitive information, I assume it's sensitive, and intel with the Taliban, because we apparently trust the Taliban to help facilitate the safe passage of U.S. citizens and our Afghan allies to the airport. And now we have reports that McKenzie, in talking to the leader of the Taliban, Mullah Baradar, Baradar said, look, we'll give you control of Kabul until you leave, and then we'll move in. Apparently, McKenzie said, and brace yourself, McKenzie said, no, no, You can control Kabul. We just need to control the airport. You can have the rest of the city. This really happened, according to credible reports in in, in several outlets that are emerging. The Pentagon has not denied this yet. Uh, McKenzie apparently said, again, the leader of U.S. Central Command told the Taliban, you can have Kabul. We just need the airport. Just give us the airport. You can secure it. You can have the rest of the city. A world turned upside down, I would say, is the best way to describe it. That's one sort of leadership, if you can call it that. Uh, And then there's another sort, and that's General Jerry Boykin, who is one of the founding members of Delta Force. He has served everywhere from uh, Vietnam. He was on the ground for Black Hawk Down in Somalia. He helped lead the hostage, uh, the attempted rescue of hostages, U.S. hostages in Iran in 1980. And he's been involved in many engagements in hot spots around the world. He's also a strong, strong Christian, a great guy, the vice president of the Family Research Council in D.C. He joined me recently for a great special we did for TBN uh, called Crises in Afghanistan and Haiti. Uh, and we got deep into what's going on right now in Afghanistan. General Boykin had some very important points to make about the consequences of the U.S. withdrawal. Again, this withdrawal may be completed by tomorrow, but the repercussions will last far after it is done. Take a look. Again, you've served in hot spots and conflicts around the world. From Vietnam, many people have compared this to the withdrawal from Saigon in 1975. You were on the ground for Black Hawk Down in Somalia, uh, the attempt to rescue U.S. hostages from Iran in 1980. Does this debacle that we're seeing right now have echoes for you of those previous foreign policy disasters? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to tell you something. This is the most humiliating and heartbreaking period uh, of my life. Uh, And I really mean that. And I, 
I, I see my country going down the tubes. I see my country's reputation being just evaporating. I see us being looked upon as being totally unreliable and not knowing what we're doing and giving away the precious assets of this nation. And, and that's not just the, our minerals, our fortunes, you know, we're talking about uh, we have squandered the lives of our, uh, of our young men and women when we do the kind of stuff that we're doing right now. Our allies will never trust us again. We cannot rebuild this trust. Yeah, our allies, that's one part of it, General. What are our adversaries thinking right now? I think of China, Russia, Iran, they have to be feeling pretty good about themselves right now, and they see the U.S. in decline. Eric, if uh, the Chinese don't take Taiwan in the next two years, I will be very surprised. They see this as a moment of vulnerability for the United States. They see us as being weak. They see our leadership as being totally incompetent, and, and they will exploit this. Listen, this is, a, this is a window of opportunity for them that they have never seen uh, when America is as weak as we are right now in terms of our foreign policy, in terms of our ability to do things like what we're trying to do in Afghanistan. They will exploit this uh, vulnerability, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Russians take uh, both the Ukraine as well as Belarus. It, this is uh, their, their second and third and fourth order effects of, of our weakness, our feckless foreign policy right now. And I think you're going to see the Chinese and the Russians especially exploiting this. Thanks again to General Jerry Boykin for joining us. If you want to catch the entire interview and that full Afghanistan special that we did for TBN, just go to videos right here on our Watchmen YouTube channel. I believe it is also under our U.S. News category. Uh, August 20th was the date it was posted. I encourage you to check it out. Uh, General Boykin had some very important insights about the situation we are in right now and what comes next. Hey, one more thing before we go today. Obviously, we have been talking about some very heavy subject matter when it comes to Afghanistan. But when we talk about Israel, that brings a smile to my face. And right now, it's difficult to get to Israel because of COVID restrictions and quarantines. But what if you can bring Israel to your home? And these arts of boxes are the perfect way to do it. You've seen me talk about them here on the show uh, in previous newscasts. I don't endorse many products, folks. So you know if I do, I like it and I believe in it. Artsa is the unique gift box coming straight from the Holy Land to your doorstep featuring products made in Israel by Israeli small businesses. Doesn't get much better than that authentic stuff. And you are blessing Israel by blessing Israeli small businesses, blessing the Israeli economy. The discount code is Watchman18. Go to artsabox.com and use it for your 18% discount off an Artsabox. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Keep the situation in Afghanistan, in your prayers, prayer works. Pray without ceasing and pray with purpose as this whole situation unfolds. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.